the outcome of us not getting money is people suffering even more than they're suffering now. Oh, well, so there's only the worst scenario, and there, if if the funding is not resumed, there's on, only the, there's, worst yes, scenario. there is no good scenario if the funding is not resumed. Okay, speaking of the underneath the Anwa headquarters, uh, there's no money printers, but might be other things. Um, has the ha, has the UN received? Any evidence from from the Israeli part concerning no. all those things, no. the the no. dossiers, no. 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 the the no. underground no. stuff, no. and no, no, not yet. No. Okay, no, okay, that'll Full be stop. nothing to see here. Nothing, nothing. I can't see you. I can't hear you. Nope, nothing to see here. What are you asking me? I can't see anything. That's what he might as well have said. That was uh, UNRWA chief Philippe Lazzarini being questioned, and not even the reporter could take it seriously which is why he kept adding his little comments, but it, it's, it's a very telling clip. But, you know, he's trying to say, look, our aid agency is going to run out of money because, of course, UNRWA has been cut off from international funding from several countries, including the United States and Canada so far. And this is all because of findings in the last couple of weeks where we have more than 1,200 aid workers taking part in October 7th, the massacres, and, of course, the IDF revealing miles and miles of these Hamas terror tunnels and certainly the latest in Rafah that, oh, just happened to lead to Hamas's main headquarters in Rafah. And what do you know? It's in the basement. And no one knew. They had no – how could they possibly know that they had a whole terror network operating under them? I mean, that's what we're supposed to believe. They just didn't know. I think Seinfeld did a whole episode on, I don't know. How could they know? Nonetheless, those of the UN say it's just a few bad apples, which is not even close, because my next guest has single-handedly been putting a steady stream of evidence right in front of them for over a decade, and it includes the tunnels, it includes you know, questions of employees, like 440 who are active in Hamas, 2,000 of the employees involved in the non-military Hamas operative, 6,000 UNRWA employees who have direct family links to Hamas. I mean, this is an agency that has promised in the past, yeah, yeah, we'll clean up our acts, and it hasn't, and yet they expect us to continue forking out hundreds of millions of dollars. Let me ask the man himself who deserves all the credit for this, his name, Hillel Nurar. He's an international human rights lawyer, writer, executive director of United Nations Watch, and I should point out, he's Canadian. I'm so glad to have you back on the show. Thank you to be here. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about, uh, you know, the deny, deny Friday. You had Secretary General Guterres announcing he was horrified to learn that members of UNRWA staff were implicated in terrorism, you know. Um, but, but this can't possibly come as a surprise. When did you start putting your evidence in front of, of the United Nations uh, body and UNRWA? We're talking about a decade. You know, I'm based in Geneva. I grew up in Montreal, but... Uh, we started about 10 years ago, I want to say the summer of 2015. We began to do something very simple but significant. We began to send warnings to the United Nations that uh, this agency, UNRWA, which is supposed to be a relief agency for Palestinians, was actually employing teachers and other staffers who were routinely encouraging and promoting terrorism, anti-Semitism, glorifying Adolf Hitler, cheering terrorist attacks against Jews worshipping in the synagogue. We began to discover this on social media. You know, I don't have access to the Gaza Strip. Most people don't. But 
we all have access to Facebook. And you, all you had to do was go on Facebook, punch in UNRWA teachers, and you would see people like Elham Mansour in UNRWA Lebanon saying, we all need to slaughter the Jews. You must slaughter the Israeli Zionists, pursue them, kill them everywhere. If you don't do it, you're an enemy of God. And this was all there in the open, this notion they had no idea that their staff and teachers and school principals were cheering terrorism and tragically were actually took part in the October 7th massacre is completely absurd. I've been sending them the material since 2015. The first reaction of UNRWA was their spokesman, Chris Gunnis. He attacked mm -hmm. me. He wrote on Twitter, don't listen to him. It's all nonsense. It's he said, she said, tell me more about you and watch. Who are they? I want to go after them. So their response was not only to do nothing, but worse, it was to try to attack us. Right. And, and they've tried to discredit you for many, many years. And maybe because of that, and I think because so many people revere the United Nations, that it is the beacon of all hope in that, and which I think a lot of people don't realize how much it has lost its way. But you have gotten a lot of pushback. You've been discredited. Do you see now, Hillel, that this is a turning point? Are are they actually now able to turn away? Because, look, we give a lot of money to UNRWA. I think people give money thinking that it's going to the Palestinian people. I don't think a lot of Canadians know that what they've been paying for are these tunnels that the Palestinians have to build or the, the weapons. The fact is they don't get the aid. It, it goes to terror. Look, uh, uh, you, you talked about this attitude. There was the UN spokesman saying, no, 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 I don't want to talk about it. We don't know what's happening. Lazzarini uh, tweeted, you know, about two weeks ago, uh, Israel revealed, it was a week ago, Israel revealed that, mm -hmm. as you said, there was a massive terror tunnel underneath UNRWA headquarters in Gaza. There are cables, electric cables, going from the UNRWA headquarters into the terror tunnel, powering a key Hamas asset. It was a computer intelligence center. They had a server farm of computers. And the head of UNRWA, Philippe Lazzarini, a Swiss citizen, said... Literally, he said, UNRWA does not know what is beneath its headquarters. Really? <laughs> if you don't, resign. But of course, it's ridiculous. Um, Ten years ago, according to the Wall Street Journal, UNRWA employees in the headquarters began to notice the parking lot was sinking, right? Does that often mm -hmm. happen uh, when you're in Queens Park and you're looking and the whole thing is sinking? <laughs> nobody, nobody notices, right? They knew exactly what was going on. The only construction project in Gaza was building hundreds of miles of terror tunnels. Everybody knew about it. They heard it. Their family members were involved in the digging. So this is ridiculous. He's pretending they didn't know. But what I want to say, Alex, is it's not mm -hmm. just the UNRWA and UN officials who were, had the uh, uh, approach of see no evil, hear no evil, but tragically, and this is what pains me as a Canadian who grew up in Montreal, who went to McGill Law School, who cares about what happens in Canada. I appeared before the Canadian Parliament, the House of Commons, the Senate mm -hmm. numerous times. The, our officials, our foreign ministry, I think they're now called, is it the global, uh, I forget what, what their term is right now. Global affairs, um, I don't know what they call Global affairs, yeah. the, the, the name changes, but it's the foreign ministry. They never called me once. Let me say that again. The foreign ministry officials, if you ask them, they say, we take it very seriously. Really? What did you do? And what they all did, this is Australia, it's also the State Department. They would send it to UNRWA. They would say, how should we respond? And, you know, a number of years ago, a Canadian journalist did a freedom of information. I think it's called an ATIP in Canada, access mm -hmm. to something. I forget what the, the full acronym, but access it's access to information. information. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You make a request, you can get documents. And I saw about 100 pages of emails from the Canadian diplomats in Ramallah to UNRWA. And it wasn't, 
get to the bottom of this is how should we answer the critics? And Anwar said, ah, if they ask X, tell them this. But if they ask a follow-up, then tell them that. So basically, our foreign ministry officials in Ottawa, in Canberra, in Australia, in Washington are complicit. They never called us to ask to see our reports, to see the evidence. When UNRWA would give them a response saying, oh, that teacher didn't work for UNRWA when they glorified Hitler, right? So a week ago, they glorified Hitler, but they weren't working for UNRWA then. They work for them now, so it's not our problem. Really? You know, in Canada and the UK, if a teacher is found to be glorifying Adolf Hitler or celebrating a terrorist attack, that teacher does not go before students. But UNRWA, which well, we're paying I don't know about that anymore. Given, well, uh, I, I hope you're right, but, I, I, but these days, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, hope, I, take your I point. hope I'm right. It's true. I don't know what, what's happened. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, in UNRWA, the foreign ministry from Ottawa never called us once. 2017, I went to Ottawa, press conference, uh, wrote a 200-page report. I sent it to Prime Minister Trudeau. His office never contacted me. No one in the foreign ministry contacted me. How could they possibly be, quote, taking it very seriously when all they would do was send it to UNRWA? UNRWA gave them a bogus reply, and for them, that was enough. Really? So yeah. if, if, if our ministry is surprised that underneath UNRWA headquarters are terror tunnels, rocket launchers are hidden there, and that members of the UNRWA staff took part in the massacre of October 7th, we have names of UNRWA school teachers, names of UNRWA social workers, video of an UNRWA social worker abducting a limp, dead body of an Israeli on October 7th. Mm -hmm. That's not enough. And let me just say this. Of their line is a few bad apples, a few bad apples. Well, our report from January 30th, which I presented in the U.S. Congress, had a Telegram chat group of 3,000 UNRWA teachers. They were celebrating what happened on October 7th. Not a single teacher of UNRWA, not in the Telegram group, nor in 10 years of the Facebook posts that we've been watching, never once did an UNRWA teacher say, Ahmed, I, I'm shocked at what you wrote. This isn't like you. You know, you must be a really a rotten apple because... We, we wouldn't celebrate a terrorist attack. We wouldn't glorify Hitler. On the contrary, as we've documented in the video I put up a couple of days ago on my Twitter account, on the contrary, numerous of their friends liked and endorsed it. And these friends were other UNRWA teachers. It's not about rotten apples. It's about an organization that is rotten to the core. And that's why, Alex, I'm proud to say that on Monday in Geneva, my organization, United Nations Watch, is going to be hosting the first international summit on a future for Gaza beyond UNRWA. And we're going to have members of parliament, I'm hoping from Canada, hopefully we'll, yeah. we'll get an intervention. And from, from a dozen countries, members of parliament who aren't part of the, the see no evil approach, Ambassador Dennis Ross was the US Middle East peace negotiator. He'll be participating. Former UNRWA general counsel, James Lindsay, will be participating. He's gonna say the truth. So it's gonna be a very important conference. We wanna help people of Gaza. They should be helped by an agency that isn't infested with terrorists. Yeah, and, and we'll keep an eye on that. And just uh, we're talking to Hillel Nurur if you're just joining the, the program. And I just want to ask you because we do give a lot. In 2019 through to 2023, we committed $90 million, uh, in support for UNRWA. United States, which has permanently, to my understanding, uh, stopped uh, you know, funding of this, is $422 million just for the year of 2023. And that money then, in turn, goes to terror. Um uh, Canada, I don't think the United States is coming back, but Canada, certainly, there are a lot of calls from within Parliament itself saying, hey, we need this funding back. They don't seem to care where the money's going. Well, look, you know, there's the, the talking points that are parroted worldwide by our diplomats are the following. Number one, um, UNRWA doing life-saving work. Really? 
we, we have uh, 1,200 UNRWA, at least 1,200 UNRWA uh, officials in Gaza are literal operatives of Hamas and Islamic Jihad. We have video of UNRWA people doing their life-saving work, which is killing, abducting, maiming, and torturing. That's number one. Number two, the second line is UNRWA is irreplaceable. Really? Guess what? I live in Geneva next to the UN refugee uh, office called the UNHCR. They are able worldwide to show up within a few weeks, if not a few days, in Sudan, in Syria, and Afghanistan, and Pakistan, and deliver aid to millions of people. Gaza is a very small area. Trucks are going in. Guess what? UNRWA is not irreplaceable. The cemetery is full of irreplaceable people. UNRWA is not irreplaceable. UNHCR, UN Development Program, UNDP, World Food Program, WHO, NGOs that give out relief, whether it's Christian organizations or others, numerous agencies can deliver relief that are not infested with terrorists. And let me just say one more thing. Very important to understand. Terrorism at UNRWA is not a bug. It's a feature. What do I mean? UNRWA was created initially with good motives to help Palestinians after the war of 1948. But very quickly, it became an agency that was designed to perpetuate war. Their mandate is not to resettle a single refugee. UNRWA will never resettle a single refugee. Their goal is to create more so-called refugees to tell them you have to go back and dismantle Israel. What happened on October 7th is a direct line. The massacre of October 7th was a direct line from the UNRWA narrative for 75 years. They told Palestinians, your home isn't here in Gaza. Your home is in Israel. You have to go back and dismantle Israel. And and that is your home. And that's why when we gave cement, Canadian hardworking taxpayers contributed cement to build homes, hospitals, mm-hmm. and schools. With the UNRWA teachings, yeah. they used the cement to build hundreds of miles of terror tunnels. Yeah, it's just crazy. I know I've taken more of your time, and I know how busy you are, so I very much appreciate you coming on. I hope you'll come back, but uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That is uh, Hillel Nurer, and again, that guy and his organization, they have done their homework. They've got the receipts.